now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group, Lori Zorn, insurance manager for Island Savings, and Carrie Smith, building inspector from InspectTech. If you need an opinion from experts in the areas of insurance, mortgages, and building inspections, Denise, Lori, and Carrie are great people to talk with. If you'd like to contact them, just visit the, ten, the CFAX 1070 website, look under Shows. There you'll find us, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe, and their contact information is posted right there. Or you could always reach out to me as well, too. I'd be happy to chat with you. Uh, many of the listeners who've been listening to the show for over a year know my background. I am a locally born and raised Victorian. I have been selling real estate here in the capital region since 1991, so over 27 years. I don't just sell real estate, by the way. I've been very active in organized real estate. I was the president of the Victoria Real Estate Board in 2008. Uh, I have sat on or chaired almost all of the committees in organized real estate, including uh, finance and audit, member. Uh, relations, technology, uh, and a number of other things. Plus, I have represented Victoria at the British Columbia Real Estate Association's Government Relations Committee. In addition to being an instructor for our provincial association, I've been teaching new licensees here uh, in Victoria and also in Nanaimo uh, over the course of the past, uh, I think it's six years. So I help them on the topics of ethics, agency, marketing, and negotiation. So I've got a lot of experience. Happy to chat with you all about real estate. If you have any question or you're curious uh, about your own real estate needs, I'd be happy to chat with you. Uh, I am thrilled to have our guest on air today. I'm always thrilled. I mean, you've been listening to the show for a while. We have fantastic guests. Today we have the real estate guru. He is the one and only Ozzy Jurok from Vancouver, and many listeners here will know Ozzy. Uh, he has been in the newspaper constantly. He's been on radio shows. Uh, he's been here. He has been on TV. He runs uh, events. We're going to talk about so many things relating to real estate in the Lower Mainland. Uh, his thoughts, uh, talk a little bit maybe about uh, government intervention, some of the rules and restrictions uh, that our government here is trying to uh, implement, uh, and a number of things. So uh, very happy to have Ozzy. He'll be joining us shortly. But let's start our show with our usual weekly listener question. If you have a question or curiosity about real estate, call us. The hotline is 250-414-6540. Again, that's 250-414-6540. Or you can find us online, again, cfax1070.com, and we'll discuss it on the air. I uh, got a voicemail, uh, sorry, it, an email from Lauren uh, and I'll just read it out to you here. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready to be a homeowner. I live in a comfortable rental with a secure job, enjoy travel, and everything life has to offer, so haven't saved a lot for a down payment. Many of my friends already own, and it seems their lives have adapted to be able to afford ownership. When do I know when it when the time is right? Great question, Lauren. You know, uh, when I saw your email, I thought about one of my relatives who will remain unnamed right now. Uh, he is uh, he's 60, year, 60 years old now, very well-traveled. He's gone around the world. Uh, he has enjoyed life to the fullest, and he has never owned 
real estate. He's never owned a property. And you know what? He is perfectly fine with that. He's very happy uh, with his life. Uh, real estate is just another avenue. You know, when you, we've talked about it on the show here many times before. You look at metropolitan centers like Paris, London, New York. There is nothing wrong with renting, especially in your case, Lauren. It sounds like you've got a very comfortable place uh, and you're living life to the full right now. Now, why do people own? That is another question. And here's a funny thing when you think about it. Generally speaking, with the exception of the last four years uh, here in British Columbia, real estate is relatively stable. So in other words, uh, things don't go up a lot. I mean, I can think of so many years where prices either remained at zero or went up, you know, maybe 1%, 2%, sometimes even go down as well too. Um, So it is not really a avenue for investment, although it has been in the past few years. I will tell you this, though. The thing about real estate is by owning it, it gives you a number of other options. So uh, over time, it does appreciate. When we look at graphs uh, over the course of 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, however long it takes usually for a mortgage to uh, amortize and be paid off, so many people, uh, when we look at people who bought 25 years ago, houses were $140,000. And right now, those are $900,000 houses. Now, uh, those are numbers on paper. So in other words, uh, it really doesn't affect you as you're living in the house. And the worst thing, too, is if you sell that house for 900000 today and you need to buy another house in the same marketplace, all of those houses have gone up as well, too. But some of the things that people do with their equity is they leverage it. They use it for other things. They can take equity out of their home to purchase revenue properties, uh, either here in Victoria or elsewhere in North America or around the globe. They can take equity out to send their kids to school. Uh, They can do so many things with their property that you cannot do when you are just a tenant. Uh, I have to tell you, I went through a time, you know, I was young realtor about, uh, I don't know, 25 years ago. Uh, things were tight. The market was tight. Uh, like any other business, I went through a bit of a financial crisis and I ended up selling the house that I owned. I bought my first house, by the way, when I was 22 and I sold it. And because of the equity that I had already built in that house, it got me out of that situation and back on my feet very quickly uh, to the point where I am at right now. And I don't think I would have been able to do that without ownership. So, you know, your, your question, Lauren, when is the time? When do you know when the time is right? I can't answer that for you. It's really up to you. Uh, if at the end of the day you end up just being a tenant uh, for the rest of your life and enjoy your life, then go for it. That's the way it should be. Um, but on the other hand, there are a lot of benefits to ownership. Uh, but it's a different uh, lifestyle. There's no question. You will need to save. Uh, that might mean cutting back on the Starbucks coffees every day. It might mean cutting back on some of your trips. Um, it is a long-term, long-term game. And that is something to consider. Thanks for uh, your email, Lauren. And for anyone else, if you have a question, again, get in touch with us, cfax1070.com, or call us on our hotline, 250-414-6540. And you can hear all of our past shows on our podcast, which you'll find on iTunes or Google Play. Now it's time for our home tip of the week. This is where our sponsors provide you, the listener, with valuable tips around buying, selling, or owning real estate. This week we have our show sponsor, Lori Zorn, who's the insurance manager with Island Savings Insurance. Lori, thanks for being on the air as always. 
Thanks for having me, Tony. What is a tip of the week for you? Oh, the tip, the tip of the week for me is make sure that you are reviewing your policies when your renewals come due for home insurance. Okay, as opposed to just going ahead and paying for it. Just don't do that. Don't hand over a credit card or check and say, bye, see you next year type thing. Yeah. Your broker should be reviewing. There's so many changes to coverages these days. They're changing fast and furious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that are happening out there in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, it is kind of true. When you see disasters that happen elsewhere, not only in our country, but in other countries as well, that all has an effect on the insurance world, right? Absolutely. It's, you know, whatever happens worldwide is affecting us here. And there's updating on coverages all the time. Like we've got a new one right now that's just coming out and covering water lines, uh, septic fields, that type thing. So... Awesome coverage. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I think many of our listeners will probably say, Laurie, that's a common uh, message. You're telling us this all the time. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it is a hugely important point, isn't it? It is. And we still have people that even come into us and they go, oh, no time. I just want to put down the credit card and go. Yeah. And we're saying, when do you have time? Yeah. When can we phone you to go over this? Spend you know? the time. So how can people do that with you guys? Uh, t- tell them how they can have a review with you. Absolutely. So when their policy comes due or is coming due, we love to go over over the policies and just review what we have or what they have and um, do some comparisons for them. Great. And they, so can, they can reach out to us at any time. And they can pop down to one of your insurance centers. Yep. We've got one at Fort and, Fort and Fall Bay, our Jubilee branch. We've got our Mayfair branch at the Mayfair Shopping Center. And we've got one out on West Shore on Jacqueline Road. Great. Lori, thanks as always. Uh, you're such a great supporter of the show, and thanks, uh, insurance is so important. That's Lori Zorn, insurance manager with Island Savings, giving you your tip of the week. Now, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have on the line Ozzy Jurak, the real estate guru. Back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for joining us again. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. I am absolutely ecstatic to have our guest on the air today from Vancouver. He is known as the real estate guru, and many of you will recognize his name. It is Ozzy Jurok. Ozzy, thanks for coming on our show today. Well, thanks for having me, but you've got to remember, you see, I'm a legend, but I'm a legend in my own mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, listen, Ozzy, before we begin, I need to make sure that the listeners who aren't familiar with you know who you are. So I'm just going to read through a quick little bio. Uh, your bio is long because you've done a lot of stuff. So um, first of all, Ozzy is a fellow of the Real Estate Institute of Canada. Uh, he's the president of Jurok Publishing, chairman of the Real Estate Action Group, chairman of Worldwide Referrals Realty. He's an author as well, too. And some of the things he's written include Forget About Location, 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 what, Where, When, and How to Buy Real Estate in Canada, the Real Estate Action Book. Uh, he's done motivational uh, topics like Grow Into Your Future Best. Uh, he has been featured uh, in no, in a number of uh, um, uh, areas. For instance, he's uh, been published uh, in articles in the Vancouver Sun, Business in Vancouver, Calgary Herald, Edmonton Journal, The Globe and Mail, Western Investor, and dozens of magazines. Uh, he has been uh, a regular on BC TV for 18 years as the real estate analyst, uh, and he has appeared Saturdays on Money Talks with Michael Campbell on CKNW. Plus, he's been here 
on CFAX before as well. There's a lot more to tell about Ozzy, but Ozzy, again, uh, thrilled to be here. Thrilled to have you here. Well, me, me too. With that kind of an introduction, I'm looking forward to what I have to say myself. <laughs> Great. Hey, let's start with uh, the Lower Mainland. And what are your thoughts about real estate and what's happening uh, both in the Lower Mainland and also uh, southern Vancouver Island here? Obviously, this is a Victoria uh, station. So what are your thoughts? Well, certainly we have seen a change in the marketplace. Look, we've had some almost nine years of straight uh, increases uh, in value. We've had some spectacular uh, rises in the single-family market and the condo market. And I guess uh, since the stress test was brought in by uh, our mortgage uh, regulators, meaning that even if you qualify for a lower-rate mortgage, you have to apply a higher rate. And that has knocked out, I would say, 20 or 25% of all the buyer countrywide. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate thing with that is, while they want to hit Toronto and Vancouver, they're really hitting the smaller markets as well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not surprised to see across the board a sales decrease of about 20 to 25%. When you consider the fact that we have had a straight uh, huge rush forward, then maybe that's not too surprising. And maybe we need a little break, breather. Yeah. I mean, it is very interesting because this has been a relatively long run. I mean, in all the years you've been doing this, because you've been in real estate for, um, it's years, right? You you know, yeah, long time. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, you have seen things go up and down. But this has been a really long upwards run, hasn't it? Yes, and there's no question. It actually has been a relentless increase in values. It's funny. Every single year we have a big conference in Vancouver. We call them Land Rush and the Outlook Conferences. And we have five to 600 people there. And every year I talk about something that happened during the year that scares people to death. So we had the Russian crisis, <laughs> the Asian flu, the Mexican crisis, currency crisis, pump, my goodness, interest rates, and so on. And you know what? It doesn't really matter if you just bought a property at any one time of those terrible times, whether it was the crash of 87 or the, the Ravi Bata threat of, of a deflationary collapse. In fact, I published the titles of 63 books that had in its heading crash, depression, deflation, <laughs> and they all had one thing in common. Number one, they sold a million books, a million copies, which I kind of was envious of. But number two, they were all wrong, always. We started in 65 with an average price of 13000 but by, by 1998 we'd gotten to 278000 mm-hmm. And I mentioned to my readers in my book, as you kindly mentioned, forget about location, location. I'm not selling it, it's out of print, but at that time I said if we kept on printing money for the next 35 years following nine, 1998, as we did for the 35 years leading up to 1998, the relentless rise from 16000 or so to 278000 if we kept that going for the next 35 years, every house in Vancouver would be worth $6 million. And I thought I was nuts. Yeah. You know, last year, the West Side hit $4 million. We're not yet to the end of that 35 years. So what happens is when money is created out of thin air and that money competes with your and my earnings and income, then it settles in hard assets, all hard assets. I mean, a painting in, in New York recently sold for $460 million. How ridiculous is that? Baseball cards are on $300,000. Every housewife out there goes and looks and buys and shops and knows that if a cauliflower is eight bucks, when we look at parking, that's everything is higher because of the velocity of money. Yeah. As long as they keep on doing it, we're going to have higher prices again in the future. But in between, we have some valleys. Yeah. 
Well, you know, it's interesting. There was an article that was posted, uh, I think it was the Globe and Mail, um, a week or two ago, about the fact that uh, newspaper headlines from 1988, 86 or 88, were talking about the housing crisis and how, you know, prices were unsustainable in Vancouver. And we're looking at, like, the stories were identical 30 years ago. All you got to do is just change the numbers and the story is the same, right? That's right. You're so right, Tony. I mean, I, I have just recently on April 7 at our Landrush conference, I just showed headlines, you know. We will never see these prices again. We will never uh, see this kind of a boom again. And I flipped the chart, and it's, that was 1974, and the price was 54000 in Vancouver, right? Yeah. Yes, we do have a propensity. Look, we have seen huge price increases. I think I hopefully explained one of the reasons, the macro reasons, uh, in migration, we are in a record immigration uh, territory for British Columbia. I mean, last year we had an incredible record. I don't think we've ever had this kind of record. The total of some 65,900 people, that's what we grew by. Of those, there were some 49,000 people net international migration. Mm-hmm. I mean, I consider that 50,000 people, you divide it by two, and that's 25,000 families. That's 25,000 units that have to be built for either renting or selling. That props up any market. On top of that, a city like yours, Victoria actually is really well. I was talking to a fellow realtor. I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to mention him, but he's a great guy. I love him. He's my friend, Rick Hogendorn. Oh, yes. But he says Victoria is still a much of a seller's market, and it's a bargain out here to Vancouverites. He tells me that in May, so far, half of all the single-family homes in the core of Victoria sold over the list price. Yes. He gave me a house in his primal that was listed at 799000 Got eight offers, seven were unconditional, three were 100000 about asking price, and it's sold for 907 yeah. And he has a couple of others. He says the average price is now 917000 Victoria. That's up 10%. And so when we look at, at the, the world out there and we look at Vancouver, yes, some of those numbers, my goodness, I mean, West Van is, 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 is <laughs> terrible, right? Yeah. Because the average single-family home price was 182 for months of March. This year it was 58 North when the average was 141, this year at 70. Yeah. And so even th- it's clear we have decoupled somewhat from single family and condos, while the condo market in Surrey is booming, yeah. the, the single family home is not. But it's price sticker shock. Yeah. Well, and it's it is it's demand. So, I mean, you don't have this sort of marketplace unless people want to buy properties. Right. That's right. I mean, you know, we have, as I said, we have invert migration. And, uh, you know, when you look at the macros, what uh, uh, reasons of why markets do well, number one, it is having an inflationary world or deflationary world. And if, if a listener feels it's deflation, sell real estate and get out. But we've been there before. Mm-hmm. The predictors of deflation have, <coughs> have been remarkably wrong. Year after year. Yeah. And so, number one, I think we have... <clears throat> I'll have some water. Yeah, the, um, we have some, um, some statistics. Uh, we have uh, people that evaluate things. We have the economists. You know, Tony, economists are people that know a hundred ways to seduce women, but they don't know any women. Right? <laughs> when, we at, when we look at our marketplace, right, yeah. you wonder what, what everybody is forecasting. People saying we're not affordable in Vancouver. Yeah. We're not affordable, Victoria. We have never been affordable for 35 years. Yeah. UBC produced uh, statistics that showed that you need 65% of your income uh, for a mortgage payment in Vancouver. So you want to live in Hong Kong? You want to live in New York? 
You want to live around the world? A lot more than that, right? You want to live in Vancouver? You've got to pay. Yeah. You've got to pay the, the price, right? Exactly. Well, listen, uh, we're, we're on the air right now with Ozzy Jurok. We've got to take a quick uh, little break here. Uh, Ozzy, what is the website that uh, people can go to to learn more about you? Well, they can go to jurok.com, which is my last name, J-U-R-O-C-K.com. We're just putting out a new dispatch. We have over 5,000 people on it, and you can hear my quirky opinions by just signing your email. We don't want your first child's name. We just want your email. And then we'll leave you, we'll leave you on there until you say, ow, I don't want to hear anymore. Great, great, great. Well, listen, stay on the line there, Ozzy. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there. Thanks for returning. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group, Lori Zorn, insurance manager for Island Savings, and Carrie Smith, building inspector from Inspectech. Today, we're talking with the the real estate guru, Ozzy Jurok. Uh, Ozzy, again, thanks for coming and joining us today. Well, I'm glad to be here. Always love to talk real estate. Now, when we uh, just took a break for our uh, commercial, where we left off was you were talking about the fact that real estate in the lower mainland in Victoria and the Victoria area here have been expensive for 30 years. So this this is a fact, right? Now, one of the things that um, uh, that you hold every year is a, a conference. You had it in April. It's called Land Rush, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, and you have uh, something coming up called Outlook 2019, right? Yes, we do that every year, and this one is going to be September 26th. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. So who, who needs to know about Outlook, and what are the topics that you cover? Well, the idea is that, and we have been doing this, believe it or not, for 23 years. And the, the thing also is that you can go to my YouTube uh, page and look at some of the items uh, that we published from when I was on BCTV, say, in the year 2000 or 2001. <laughs> and some of you will say, well, the guy is kind of boring. Always says the same thing. Prices are higher. But listen that prices have been higher. And if you look at the basic reasons of invert migration, as I pointed out, if you look at the relentless, most unreported inflation of all time, I mean, we're talking about 2% inflation, nothing that I buy only goes up 2%. Mm -hmm. And so when you take a look at that, we have become a city or the cities of the world where people want to be. Look, the organization of a fire, it's called the the Association of Foreign Investment in Real Estate. This is a worldwide organization that measures where people should put their money. Now, Canada used to be number 11. Do you know what? We're now number three. So number one, for safety, they say the U.S., number two, Germany. Number three is Canada. Mm -hmm. So the investor that goes to his financial officer in London or in Dubai or wherever, and they say, I should have put some of my money. They say, well, take a look at Canada, the safest bank in the world. Mm -hmm. We always talk about Chinese investment, but do people really know that a German industrialist paid $432 $432 million for the Royal Center in Vancouver, that we have dozens and dozens and dozens of corporations coming here from around the world investing, mm-hmm. that West Vancouver is, is probably owned more by Iranians than it is by the Chinese investor. Mm-hmm. I mean, you add to all of those things going on in China, for instance, people obviously oh, they will, will not come. They will continue to come. In fact, now that President Xi has elected himself to a lifetime yeah. position, there's many, not many individuals that might be worried a little bit that uh, the controls would be too tight on business. I see actually more money coming here, not less. It's borne out by the numbers. And hey, I like foreign investment because I know it's painful if you're not in the market, And but it's not just investment. Investment brings educated kids. They bring their money. They drive the real estate market, and that in turn drives furniture and storage and, and, and uh, 
appliances and cars and all the thousands of things that you need to go for an economy. Yeah. For me, it's, it's, it's amazing that when governments look at our industry, $23 billion of our annual GDP that sustains some 233,000 well-paying family-supporting jobs in this province, and we're continuously under, under attack. Yeah. And, and they're winning, right? I mean, more taxes continuously. I mean, it's unbelievable at what end the taxes come. So now sales are down 25% across the province. Yeah. And so if sales even go down, then maybe they bring about the very thing that they want to fight. And nothing is becoming more affordable with all those taxes. Yeah, well, and this is the thing too, because there are unintended consequences that come with all of these things, right? And and That's we've right. Se- we've seen this because since real estate is such an economic driver, if uh, the government does artificially slow down the real estate market, it will start cutting back on those furniture sales and car sales and all those things. People work in those jobs and in those businesses. Uh, it could have the consequence of of putting people out of work, right? No question about it. I mean, I am with government to say I'm not against uh, a foreign buyer's tax. I mean, Australia has put one in. We have around the world. It's usual. I yeah. I did, yeah, I, I went on a, on a three-month trip around the world, and whether you were in Sydney or whether you were in Auckland or whether you were in London or whether you were in Berlin, prices are rising. Mm-hmm. But I think that the reason is world, worldwide is, number one, there is so much money around. Corporations are gushing cash. Individuals are gushing cash. And they're getting 1% in the, in the bank. So they're looking at other investments. And right now, the, their investment of choice in the big cities is uh, real estate. When you take a look at our prices, right? So right now in Vancouver, we are about between 1000 and $1,300 a foot for a condominium. Yeah. In the Fraser Valley, we've gone from about maybe $400 two years ago to where we're now over 600 on low rise and over 800 on high rise. Well, the market is decoupling condos and and, uh, uh, and houses. Yeah. That's right, attached. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We're on the line right now with Ozzy Jurok, uh, a, a real estate uh, expert and specialist uh, from Vancouver. Now, Ozzy, we're talking about values going up and the importance of uh, investment, and you know what we see as far as European investment is concerned. Now, this is of little comfort to people who are struggling to get into the market, and these are the people right now who are very vocal saying, I, you know, this is unsustainable. I, I will never be able to afford uh, a home in Vancouver or Victoria. Well, what is the solution for these poor people? And I don't, need, I don't mean poor by money. I mean poor by no, 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 situation. No, no. I mean, yeah. I remember, I like, I've been in a, like you said, you pointed out so kindly that I'm an old guy. I've been around <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. We have never been affordable. That's the point I'm trying to make. It doesn't matter whether the house was 300000 and the, the, what we earned at the time was hard to pay that mortgage for. On top of that... Yeah. This is not, so this is nothing new. This is, it's not like a new thing no. that has popped up all of a sudden, right? No, it isn't. Not yeah. that we shouldn't be doing something about it and not that we could do something about it. I mean, you have all sorts of solutions that are out there that governments are analyzing. Nobody is at fault here. But the key is this that we as a population always want more than we're willing to pay in taxes. So what governments do, because they're only elected every four years, and that's the same in the United States or anywhere else in the world, we print the money. We don't print it anymore. We're very sophisticated. We call it QE1 and QE2 and QE3. We flood the market with money, mm-hmm. make that money available at unconscionably low interest rates. I, I wrote a story to, two years ago where I blamed Polos entirely for the housing crisis. On the one hand, he's worried about high indebtedness, on the other hand, he makes it so easy to borrow money that people get sucked into these home uh, equity loans and so on. Mm-hmm. So what, what I'm saying is that it, it wasn't affordable. Even when the house was 20000 I couldn't afford it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And I was president of Royal Page in Toronto. I had 10,000 employees. I was on national TV, and I saw 12% was a good mortgage rate. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Today, we are worried about 3.1 or 3.2%. Yeah. Not that we ever get back to 12, but I'm just saying there have been tough times before. Yeah. And I tell you one thing I've heard as a realtor, as heard as an analyst and a reporter all my, all my life in, in D.C. There's three things. Number one, there's too many realtors in the business. Number two, young people can no longer afford it. And number three, I wish I bought five years ago. <laughs> Which is the same story every year, right? Same story for 30 years. Yeah. And when you look at, say, 2008, what a tough time it was. I remember. And the world was, was you know, terrible on 9-11. Yeah. And we had conferences all the time. We usually have 10 to 12 speakers that look at, at specific things in the world. I mean, look, in our business, what you need is a quality realtor. You need a Tony and you need a Rick Hogan. You need people that are in the business that eat, breathe and sleep it that you can trust. You need a quality mortgage brokers. Most people don't know that a lot of the mortgage brokers today don't have access to all of the funds. And some of the, the, the restrictions that we have now facing by, by government regulation and mortgage regulation you need a quality, absolute quality professional, in particular on investment real estate. And it's, it's throughout everything you need to do some work. It's that four-letter work we don't like. I mean, there's no magic that says, here is a wonderful deal just for you. No, yeah. you've got to shoot that out. There's no, there's, no, there's no giveaways for sure. You know, you, you brought up a really interesting point, and uh, we don't need to go that far back, 2008 and 2009. Some of the listeners here may remember, I was there, and I remember at the time, People who had houses in South Oak Bay, you know, which is, as you know, Ozzy, a prime location here in Victoria, they could not sell back in 2009. So a question is, why didn't people buy at that time? It was an opportunity. You know, it was a time where where people could have said, oh, my goodness, now is my time to to own that house. But nobody did because people were afraid. And, of course, now, nine years later, we look back and there's going to be a lot of people out there that say, I should have done something. The I should have, right? Well, the thing is, it's, it's human nature. I mean, Warren Buffett says, you know, when everybody's yelling, sell, you should buy. When everybody's yelling, buy, you should sell. You know, it's, it's the, you know, the, it's sort of a, a philosophy that we come in and often we, come a, we forget it's a cycle. If I'm buying a house for myself to live in, what should I look for? I want an environment for my kids. Where are the schools? Where can I learn stuff? Is there a swimming pool close by? What am I looking at? How much do I have to pay? Yeah, Yeah, just things that make my life, not just how much money am I going to make? Is it going up? Sure. Well, listen, Ozzy, Ozzy, hold that thought. we got to take a quick break here. I'm on the line with Ozzy Jurok, and you can find more about Ozzy on Jurok.com, J-U-R-O-C-K. Ozzy, uh, we'll be back in just a sec. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're on the line right now with Ozzy Jurok. Ozzy, uh, before the break, we were talking about what people are looking for when they are buying properties, uh, and we left off with the point that you're buying amenities and not necessarily the investment aspect of your house, right? Yeah, that's secondary, and that's what I think for myself. I like to buy a, a house. I also like to go along on my mortgage. I know most mortgage brokers are going to give me a hard time to say, oh, for the last 10 years and that. I think that we're in for higher interest rates. And I think if I can get a fine five-year mortgage at about 3.5%, I'm not exactly sure what the rate is in Victoria, but somewhere around there, mm-hmm. I'm still very close to lifetime lows. And I would go five years' time. Now, if I'm an investment investor, absolutely you must lock yourself in because we think the United States, I predicted it last year, the United States and Canada would go up at least to 2% 
So Canada went up three times. You'll have another quarter before June. So we'll probably in the next little while, if the overnight rates are that, the bond market is already moving. And then on top of that, of course, you have to qualify the stated bank rate and you have to add to that the stress test. I think the higher rates will also soften. We projected projected 20% of the sales to decline just because of the stress test. So when you add it all up, I want to sleep at night. And when you have an investment real estate, you want to keep it for five years, tie your mortgage for five years. You want to keep it for three years, tie it for three years. But forever, how long you want to do that? My partners and I, we're buying a lot in the United States, and we're buying... And we're involved in a consortium, and we're buying uh, the big buildings. We always go along on the mortgage because I want to sleep at night. Security. I sure that the, the, yeah, it's security, and I we, we're using the, using our homes too much as speculation. I'm also a little bit worried. People go and use the home equity loan more as to oh maybe I can buy a new car with it. That was never the idea. Or pay off credit cards or something. Yeah. 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 That's not. It's become your own private bank. Now that's going to stop. I think that this will be the next thing our governments will attack. They'll say, okay, we won't have those home equity loans anymore to the same extent, or you have to qualify much harder. Mm-hmm. And so the world is is about to change for a while. But I'm absolutely convinced that in the long run, if we keep on printing money, it'll settle down in higher values on everything. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to just uh, point out on your website, uh, Ozzy, you talk about hot deals, and we're not talking about just in Vancouver or Victoria. Um, you highlight uh, property deals. I saw like 100-mile house, uh, a few other areas as well, too. Um, t- yeah, tell us more about that. Well, every week I'm on a Michael Campbell show. That's on my 25th year, and I'm <laughs> only on, say, three or four minutes. That's on CKNW. Oh, I'm not allowed to say another. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but Michael Campbell has been, uh, he's probably, no question about the best business show. He talks about gold, silver, and all of that stuff. Yeah. And I have my real estate section. And part of that, we, we dissect the taxes and we dissect the future and make predictions. But I always, every week, pick something that I think qualifies, in my mind, as a hot property. Last week, we had a $1.9 million house in Vancouver that had been reduced to 1.7 with seven bedrooms and suites. And for Vancouver, it was a hot property. In Victoria, we've had uh, fantastic properties like suites uh, a year ago, or we go out of town. Like you said, uh, we just had a motel for 390000 with nine units and 15 acres. And, and, you know, like something that's quirky, because there is, we forget, it, the world does not end in Vancouver or Victoria. There are some great, uh, great deals out there on Vancouver Island in the smaller communities and throughout British Columbia. So my goodness, you can go to Houston and buy a $50,000 five-bedroom house. Yeah, yeah. And so, so basically, it's expanding your horizons and looking outside, right? Yeah, you betcha. Yeah, yeah. So, tell, let's talk about BC. Let's chat more about B- British Columbia and and um, what opportunities exist and and uh, the, the the state of what's happening here in the province. Well, one thing we have to remember: British Columbia is situated in such a way that you can do in the morning your business with Europe, and in the evening you can do your business with China. There's very few places in the world you oh, can. Good point. You see a huge. A huge power shift from east to west. We have most of the financial institutions have now their major outlets in Vancouver. Vancouver is becoming a, an, an incredible center for movie making. We're second now. Uh, we've beaten out New York. We're just behind L.A. and not that much anymore. Mm-hmm. We have so much going on. We have, for 16 years, we have grown into something entirely separate. High tech, the movie industry, export and construction. We have a diverse and we have a warring economy. There's a reason why Amazon put in there a new building here with 3,000 new employees. 
Our GDP is going to be 3.5% in 2018. That's the strongest GDP growth in all of Canada. And we combine that with the lowest unemployment rate and the highest job growth in the country. Now, think about that. Particularly all of us that are a little negative and all we're worried, we're worried. Hey, immigration at the incredible numbers that I mentioned earlier will be adding <coughs> excuse me, a lot of people, a lot of money, a lot of employment into the marketplace. And so the Credit Union Central is forecasting a housing start at about 32,000. That will be one of the highest we've had since the 80s. And they, they forecast the next three years that building is going to continue. So, yes, we have a downturn in the single-family home market. Yes, West Vancouver and the West Side particularly got hit. But then they were the most expensive. If you go from <laughs> 2.2 million to yeah. 2.8 million, well, you know. But in Surrey, single-family, we, we, my real estate company, we sold some uh, some pre-sales uh, two years ago. And uh, some of those condominiums, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the Surrey area, have done extremely well, and they will continue to do well because they're affordable. 1,200 people a month move there. So you want to look at where's the population going. Victoria is an absolute destination for anybody over 55 in the rest of Canada. More mm-hmm. people trying to get to Victoria, right? And so we're going to have a very bright future. You know, it's not just those people who are who want to come to Victoria. The other thing, too, is those people are competing also with the younger families who have sold out of the lower mainland and have decided to come here for the pace, you know, getting their kids into school without huge lineups and things like that. So that's another driver that's happened here in, uh, in Greater Victoria as well, too. No question. I mean, Rick, uh, at, at one of our club meetings, you know, he, he picked uh, houses in Vancouver for a million seven. And you wouldn't believe the shacks he found for a million seven. He then took a Victoria mansion. He said, that's what your dollar will buy here. Yeah. You still have a seller's market in Victoria. And while 900000 seems like a lot, of course it's a lot. Yeah. But in the scope of things of being a major city and the lifestyle, do you know, uh, Tony, the whole world is sitting in immigration offices hoping to get an, a business uh, immigration visa or any immigration visa just to get an appointment. Uh, and we are already here. Uh, well, you know, so here's the thing. Like we talked about before, all, all what we're talking about here right now is great news from an investor standpoint. Um, but it is a little comfort for those who are angry about the fact that they can't buy real estate. And I get what you were saying earlier, which is this is nothing new. I mean, there have been people that have been unhappy about not being able to own uh, almost since the beginning of time. What is the solution for them? Like if people want to own, is it possible that they need to start looking outwards? It can't be uh, the West Side in Vancouver or can't be uh, Oak Bay here in Victoria, right? Yeah, and the fact that Tony is it never was. You see, it's it's something something new. Whenever you see any kind of a forecast that bases it on rental income or rents to be paid versus values, it just doesn't work because you can have the perfect rental value if you move to uh, Fort St. John or if you walk to a small town. But we don't want to. We all be in the same spot. We want to be in the same area. Well, because of that demand, prices go up. Yeah. But you don't have to go too far up island not to get good values. I mean, you have a condo market all over the island where 200000 buys you something. Yeah. We actually, at our conference, found 100 properties under $100,000 throughout British Columbia, including some on Vancouver Island, that are perfectly good to live in for a young couple. Yeah. And so we sometimes we sometimes forget that, you know, the world isn't just starts in Victoria and ends in Vancouver. We have a marvelous province with a marvelous environment. I, for instance, spend my winters in Kimberley. I have a house. I can oh, buy yeah. a beautiful house there for 300000 right on the ski hill. 
uh, you know, we have a lot of families from the lower mainland that say, you know what, I'm going to cash out my wartime bungalow and I move to these glorious environments in the Rockies. And that's the same on Vancouver Island where you have, you know, you have ski resorts, you have golf, you have everything around you from a lifestyle perspective. Downtown Vancouver is not everything, and downtown Victoria is not everything either. Yeah, good point. We're on the line right now with Ozzy Jurok uh, in Vancouver. Ozzy, by the way, Money Talks does air here on CFAX Saturdays uh, from 8.30 to 10. So, again, you're a familiar voice to our listeners here um, without without question. Uh, getting back to um, the event as we start to uh, wrap up here, you know, you talked a little bit about Land Rush and about... Um, uh, uh, your other event that's coming up in 2019. Uh, is, is it something that some of our listeners should consider uh, attending or looking into? We usually have between 50 and 100 people attend from Victoria. The newsletter, I've just put it on in, uh, for 25 years. I've been writing a forecasting newsletter about it. But this year I'm taking a sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> I spend a, t- a lot of time. Well, aren't you? Surely, surely you have a lot of free time, Ozzy. <laughs> yeah, well, not so much anymore. But the point is this, that, yes, I think it's worthwhile to go to one place where you can have 25 sponsors that show you everything from the best mortgage to the best insurance. I mean, insurance is a science to itself, particularly on investment real estate. Mm-hmm. And the forecasting we do usually is in the fall of the previous year. So this conference is about 2019, but we're holding it on September 22nd, 2018. So yeah. Where is that going to be, by the way? It's going to be at the Renaissance Hotel or rather now it's the Marriott Waterfront uh, yeah. uh, in Cole Harbor, hotel yeah. on, on Hastings in Cole Harbor. Yeah. And, you know, people come back and they're saying that is really one of the conferences. If I had just bought anything at those conferences, I would have done very well. Mm-hmm. And again, people can find more details about this on Jurok.com, right? Yeah, so go into our dispatch and we'll send you some information. We don't, by the way, hammer you with a lot of information, but we do send you a hot property every week. It's free. Uh, all, you have, all you have to do is ask for this, and we send you the contact information. We send you everything, my blog, which is sort of a quirky thing, what I read, what I listen to, <laughs> and what I'm thinking about. And it may be interesting to you, and it may not be, right? Said, quirky is the word, right? Good. But we try to have fun. You know, uh, we live in such a serious world, and we forget that we absolutely live in paradise. Speaking of quirky, I believe I've seen a picture of you dressed as Doctor Who walking into a TARDIS. Well, of course, doesn't everybody? Yeah, so, but I think you were dressed as the fourth doctor. You must be a Tom Baker fan. <laughs> well, of course. You know, look, my whole family, my son. Uh, I know. Your son and I are both uh, science fiction fans, yeah. That's right, a sci-fi real estate guy. And my, my, uh, my grandson, one of the grandsons from my daughter, yeah. he won the first prize in Seattle at one of those uh, science fiction shows uh, being dressed up as Yoda. You know, so we have a very quirky family. Yeah, very good, very good. Oh, my goodness, Ozzy. It's been great chatting with you. There's so much more we can talk about. I'd love to have you back here on the show if, if you come back on at a future date. Um, but sure, do that. Yeah, perfect. Again, uh, let's tell the listeners how they can reach you and uh, contact information. Well, the most important thing is just go to the website, jurok.com. We're redesigning it. We have a whole number of different websites that are merging into one. Just put your email in into what we call dispatch. And then, uh, again, it's, we only send you stuff that you want. We never sell your names, and all you get is stuff from me. We'll talk about events that are coming up. When I'm talking in Victoria, for instance, would we'll also be there. So, uh, and we hope, to, we hope to see you there. Very good. Thank you. Uh, Ozzy Jurok from uh, Vancouver, author. He is uh, someone who has a huge amount of history and knowledge and experience in the real estate sector uh, locally here in the Lower Mainland area. 
Thank you, the listeners, for joining in with us this week. I'm Tony Joe here on The Whole Home Show. We'll be here for you again this time next week.